Hey, yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man, B. Vaughn, here with We Create Music TV. And today, for our interview segment tonight, we got my man, Mitty Monster. He's a producer. He's an amazing producer, too. And he's an amazing sound engineer. So let's give it up for my man, Mitty Monster. What's good, man? How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. I'm, let me let me sit and think about it for a second. Yeah, I'm real good. Yep, yep, no yeah, doubt. Man. How about yourself? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. So let's hey, let's jump right into it. You know how we do. So just walk us, talk to us about your musical journey. How'd you get started in this whole thing? Well, initially, I got started from um, you know watching my parents. My mother was a, a gospel singer. Uh, and my father, he was a funk DJ. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I just pretty much, you know, picked up what um, I was gonna do from watching the both of them, you know, do, you know, what they do best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, so your mom was a, was a gospel singer. Your dad was was a DJ. Did, now, you said he was a funk DJ. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's 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 dope. And so your dad is on the ones and twos, of course. You know, so, so kind of talk about that. How was that, how was that with your mom being a gospel singer and your dad being a funk DJ? Like, how did that whole thing kind of, kind of mesh together with, with the two of them, you know, musically? Um, it, 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 it was kind of weird. Because, um, you know, one day you're listening to, you know, gospel music, then the next day you're listening to the parliaments, G-Funk, you know, all that. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It was just, yeah, it was just interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting time, man. Yeah, I can. Your dad probably trying to uh, mix gospel with, you know, with with Parliament. And <laughs> I mean, hey, you never know. You never know how that hey, how that probably. It, it, like I say, it, 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 I'm sorry, but yeah, it, it was it was kind of crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, also around that time, uh, my brother, he was big into like bass music too. So oh, okay. I was in the midst of listening to gospel folk and like Luke. And Luke, right. And DJ Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if you know who, you know, yeah. DJ Magic. Yeah, uh, that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. Most people don't know who yeah, DJ man. Magic Mike is, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, um, yeah, all that was in my household and my entire like childhood. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> boy, DJ Magic Mike had that. Whew. When I tell anybody, when they talk about, yeah, I, I used to listen to bass music. I was like, wait a minute. You know who DJ Magic Mike is, though. They were like, ah. Like, hey. like, you ain't, like, you ain't listen to bass music then. If you ain't, yeah. I'm going to do you one even more solid. Uh, Nemesis. Who's that? Nemesis. Oh, Nemesis. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Man, see, see, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so I, I lived all over the place, right? So, you know, I'm originally from, it's like my interview, right? I'm, I'm like, well, I'm originally, I'm originally from Virginia. I'm in Atlanta now, but I've lived in, in all over the place. I lived in Germany. I lived in Louisiana, Alabama, but, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so my musical, you know, I don't know what you call it. Musical history or understanding comes from things that people never heard of. Like like oh, yeah. Nemesis or DJ Matt DJ Magic Mike, they be like, I don't know who, who y'all talking about. 
pretty much the originator of of bass music. But yeah, yes, yeah, sir. you know that's a little history in case people don't know. So okay, so you so you grew up in that environment, right? And so then, mm-hmm. talk about how did that environment kind of feed your, uh, you know, your desire to kind of get into this whole music thing. Well, you know, like being around the funk music, I, I learned to have an appreciation for like um, rhythms and like bass lines and stuff like that. So eventually, whenever I got into my teens, I started like you know dabbling in and making beats and like those were like my focal points that I was like focused on. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, brother. I mean, you know, it's, it's always amazing to me how people kind of get started in this whole this whole music thing because we all come from very different backgrounds. Let me take that back. Right. We all come from very different backgrounds, but I usually find that there's crazy commonality in mm-hmm. how in, in, in musicians and producers and singer songwriters, etc. that yeah, it may be different different background. Like I may have grew up in a hood where somebody else may grew up in the countryside, but I can tell you there'll be similarities like, well, my parents grew up around music. Well, okay, that's kind of both of us. You know, or my mom yeah. was a singer. Okay, well, that's kind of both of us. Or my dad did this. Yeah. Like my dad was a singer. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad was like yeah. a doo wop uh like single on the corner type, right? And so yeah. Like, that's how I, that's kind of how I was, I used to look at my dad like, dang, like, how you do that? Like, I'm a little kid, like, dang, dad, you, he, with his group, just, do, 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 I'm like, yeah, but, but, you know, I usually find that there's crazy commonality in, in music creators and how they kind of grew yeah. up and, and, you know, in that whole thing. So, so of course, then you eventually went to, to high school uh, and you were introduced to FL Studio at the time. It was, you know, Fruity Loops, you know. But yeah. n- now they graduated to to FL Studio. FL, and yeah, 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 yeah. So, so kind of talk about that. Kind of talk about how uh, you kind of got into the music production uh, as a whole. Because I think, uh, as I read previously, I don't. I think that's not what you were you were going to do was get into into music production. No, no, not at all. Uh, Whenever I initially started like uh, doing music on my own, I started out rapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eventually, you know, uh, I don't think I spoke on this, but uh, I, I come from a small town, uh, you know, right outside of Shreveport, Louisiana. And it's like right on the state line of Texas and Louisiana. Um, we really oh, wait, 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 hold up. Wait, wait, wait. You said Shreveport? Yeah. Oh yeah, look, I, I look. I was in Louisiana for three years at Fort Polk, so I know where Shreveport. Yeah. I know where that is. Okay, my bad, but yes, yeah, sir. yeah. But no, um, you know, um, eventually, you know, I started like you know wanting to use uh, beats that wasn't by that wasn't a song of somebody else's. So I initially, you know, would go out to try to find producers to work with. And at the time where, you know, I'm from, we didn't have it. Uh, and if we were to get beats, we were going to end up having to go somewhere like, you know, Shreveport or Houston or Dallas. And they were taxing. They were charging like, what, 15, 1600 for a beat. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pay that. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to learn this. And I'm going to figure out 
how to make beats on my own. And mm. that's pretty mm. much where you know, the production part came in. Mm. So, okay, so let me ask you this, because you, you said that. So do you think that is that kind of, I'm trying to think how I want to, how I want to phrase that. I mean, because that's kind of like a thing today. Artists don't want to pay for beats, yeah. right? And so, yeah. I mean, but back in the day, people were charging an arm and a leg yeah. for. Yeah, but, and you also got to remember, this is a, a 16 and 17 year old who, who wasn't right. working at the time, so. Right. Like, <laughs> right. You know, and, and I think sometimes people have to kind of kind of think about that when 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 they're selling beats to to their market is who am yeah. I really selling beats to? Like, do the people that I'm selling beats to, do they have two grand to drop on on a beat, regardless if they buy in Jordans or Yeezys? Right. Because we see people like that. Yeah. Like, oh, you can afford them Jordans. You can afford this beat. But. Yeah. I, I think that people really need to sit back and go, okay, here's my audience. You know, what are the demographics of this audience? And is my audience able to pay my asking price for, yeah. you know, for those, for those tracks? So yeah, I get it. 16, 17. Uh, yeah, I ain't had bread like that either to, to buy tracks. <laughs> Heck no, I'm not, nah. No, if I, like, if I had that bread, I would have sure been in music production way longer and it took me to get in, oh, to yeah. get into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so you started off as an artist, right? And so. Yes, sir. Right. So, kind of talk about how that how that went, and you know, I mean, did you stop being an artist? Did you say, you know what, I don't do that no more. I want to do music production now, and that's just the way I'm gonna go. Um. As of now, no, I'm not so much trying to be an artist. Mm-hmm. But I still do, you know, that woman's songwriting. Oh, okay. Oh, you got stuck. But yeah, I, I, okay. was, I was one of those who, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> fell into the trap of a uh, rap is a young man's sport. Oh, man. Yeah. Rap is a, <laughs> so I know. Once I, hit, like, <laughs> once I hit my 30s, I was like, yeah, I'm not uh, cool. I <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've heard that before too. Well, you know, rap is a young man's sport. It's like, but is, but is it really though? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a young it's it's a young man's sport. If I want to probably be signed to a major record label, and allow them right. to use me to make all the money off of, probably. But I don't think anything's. Yeah. Well, and I, I'll say in music, that it's a music is not a young man's. Music is for everybody. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I saw prime example i saw this guy he was i don't remember how old he was but he was in his 70s i guess he was a producer he was making trap beats yeah oh yeah i remember that there's no there's no there's there's no shelf there's no yeah like we fall into that we fall into that we fall into that trap and i i kind of fall into that trap too right because i grew up as as a singer told you my dad sang my grandmother sang I had relatives who were famous that sang, and music is, you know, singing is in my family's blood. And so it was like, hey, by the time I got to a certain age, it was like, oh, it's over. I, yeah. Who's gonna wanna hear a, who's gonna wanna hear a beep beep? I ain't, I sound older now, singer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who wants to hear me at this age singing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
But yeah. but I, but I think it's a trap though. Yeah, it's a trap. It, it really is. Yeah. It yeah, really it's, is. It's, um, it's, a, it's a trap because it plays mental games with you. Yeah. Yeah, because it's crazy because, like, one of the artists that I've recently produced for, he's in his late 50s. But in Texas, he's a legend. See? <laughs> so regardless of what he puts out, people are going to, you know, go gravitate towards it. Right. Yep, so people are going to gravitate towards it. And so I guess it kind of depends when did he get started, too. Right. So if we got started, you know, in the 80s, 90s, yeah. you know, and he kind of built that catalog. Me coming out today right now. Singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to work. You know, plus I'm, no, I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to get on no major record deal either. So, I don't, you know, that's yeah. No, people <laughs> will put you in a box and would expect you to sing like blues or or stuff. Right. They were like, hey, man, you got some of this right here. So I need you to sing some of the, <laughs> some of those, you know, like older, older songs. I'm like, nah, yeah. I want to sing, you know, like songs that, you know, Trey Song sings or Tank sings or nah, bro, you need to slow your roll down. You're getting kind of. Yeah. Right. Like, nah, you're not in the club. You're in the juke joint now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's true, too. I'm I mean, but that's, but yo, that's true. What you just said, though, is that people do try to put you in a box. They try to categorize you within this box to say, well, this is all that you are able to do. Right. And you can't do can't do anything else. Yeah. And, and I think that's I mean, that's super prevalent in today's music industry is that they try to put people in these little boxes and keep them in those boxes and to to keep you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so you've been producing for a while, man. So kind of talk about that. Kind of just talk about, say that again. No, I was, you know, yeah, I've, I've been producing yeah. well over 20 years. 20 years. Right. And I've heard, I've heard some of your stuff. Like, if y'all, if y'all ain't heard, like just, okay. So do me a favor. Just run down some of the stuff. Talk, just talk about your music production philosophy, how you get in the zone of making music, and you know just some of the bodies of work that you've done. Um, so my particular style is um, I try to take you know something that's ordinary and turn it into something like completely different. Like I won't make a drum pattern your typical 808 in you know hi hats and kicks and snares. I gotta add like some kind of effects to it to give it more of a bounce and just give it an, an all around like odd sound. But at the same time with everything, when it comes together, it all sounds cohesive and it, it, it ends up becoming a, a great record. Um, but as far as like the people that I've worked with, um, as far as producers, I've worked with uh, um, Chris uh, and um, Drea from the Front Runners. I've worked with um, uh, Risco Funk. I'm not sure if anybody, if you know who that is. I've worked with uh, um, <clears throat> Lone Star Music. Um, hey, Lone Star. That's my, that's uh, my dude, Lone Star. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's that, bro, that's, that's my brother. Yeah, that's the homie right there. That guy there is, yeah, that's my brother, man. 
oddly enough, we ended up finding out that uh, down the line we're somewhere related to each other. Oh, for real? Oh, that's yeah. dope. That's dope. But I, it, it's through marriage, though. Oh, you know, that's that's cool. That's cool if it's through marriage. Yeah. It's, it's the fact that, hey, you you related, so... Yeah, I think that's I think that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> Lone Star. Look, Lone Star says one hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's dope, brother. <laughs> that is that is dope. I mean, you you never know who you're gonna run into in in this industry. You know, I usually find that family members have kind of similar, whether they're you know through marriage or through you know your regular familia that. You know, they all kind of gravitate towards one another. Like my brother does music. My, mm. like I said, I have I have a lot of people in my family that 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 do music. I got a cousin that's a rapper over in Germany, uh, huge. And I mean, like huge rapper back in the day in in Germany. Like huge. Not over here, not so much. Over in Europe, yeah. and it's like it's crazy to me because. Because, you know, I was mentioning the, the rapper that I, I recently produced for. Mm -hmm. He has a big presence in Germany. See? It looks maybe the same person. Hold on, what's his name? <laughs> no, but, actually, this may be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the person in Germany, well, it may be. I'm gonna to, I don't know if you want to drop the name, but, you know. but you know, no, no, well, okay, Reno. Oh, okay. Yeah, my cousin over there in Germany, he go by the name of Crazy. And so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he used to sing, he used to, um, way back in the day, there was an artist named, well, she still is an artist named C.C. Catch. And he used to do rap uh, performances with her all across Europe. And so he dropped several of his albums. He's worked with um, Depeche Mode and, oh gosh, like some of the biggest producers in, in, in Germany. And bro, like, yeah, he's, he was huge, huge. Uh, but I come from a, a huge musical Musical family, I, I, you know, I heard somewhere down the line I was I'm related to Whitney Houston, but never got a chance to to meet her. I heard that I'm related oh, to yeah. Dennis to Dennis Edwards from the Temptations, but never had a chance to oh, meet him. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah. but but yeah, yeah, you know, I usually find that it's it's in the it's in the blood somewhere. Yeah, it's in the blood somewhere. You know, so so I got a question for you, and this is completely off topic. Cause I was thinking about it and I didn't have anybody to add. I could have just posted it up on Instagram or Twitter, but I kind of want to get your thoughts on it. Somebody made a post the other day about, okay, maybe this is going to cause issues, but we'll see <laughs> about the producer community. Right. And so mm -hmm. they, so, so they made this post and in the post it mentioned the producer community. Is it a, is it a is it a community? I, I guess that's the question I want to ask. Is it? Do we just label it as a you know the producer community, or is it? Maybe I just should, should have asked that person. <laughs> but I've been thinking about. it. I was like, is it really well, a community? Um, yeah, it is. Um, it, it just depends on like who you really ask. Uh, mm. Like I say, I come from you know working with cats like Longstar and, uh, you know, the guys in Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, everybody does their own individual thing, but at the same time, they all would come together and would be able to work with each other. Mm -hmm. and, 
and I, I picked that up just from like watching them from like showcases and battles and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, but is Dallas a different scene though? <laughs> I mean, because it was so, so. Here's here's why I say that before you answer. Because Dallas Dallas is like the most on fire, just place with for producers, right? I mean, literally, it's the yeah. most on fire place for producers right now. And you know, you got guys like yourself. S1, Lone Star, Sick With It, um, Fred Bruno. Uh, I know I'm not going to be able to name everybody, the Kraken. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably missing some people. Lone Star, you can jump on in and type some names of people I'm missing. But, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure Dennis there is. Smears, Reezy Coons, yeah, Reezy, Reezy's uh, there. Oliver, right. Oh, Jay Oliver is there. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Jay Oliver is there. That's my, that's my Baltimore family right there. So. You know, he's yeah. from Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore yeah. originally. You know, but Dallas yeah. adapted him as one of their own. So. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he lives in Dallas now. He's now in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, so so I I have found that's why I, I kind of I wanted to bring up this whole producer community thing, is I found that in Dallas, yes, there absolutely is a producer community. You guys are eating together. You guys are working together. You guys are building together. Mm, I don't know if I see that everywhere, but I see everybody talking about this thing called the producer community. And I've always wondered, mm -hmm. where is it? I, I haven't really, besides maybe in Dallas, I haven't really seen it as like a community of, I don't know, maybe I'm, I don't know, Lone Star, maybe, maybe I'm messing stuff up. <laughs> well, I mean, so, you know, I'm currently here in Atlanta now, and um, I mainly work with like, you know, smart boy, Darren mm -hmm. Gidden, um, um, oh, that's right. You did move to Atlanta. Of our brothers from like, say that again. I say it's right. You did move to Atlanta. Yeah. And yeah. a few of our brothers from like Seattle and, uh, Nashville that just recently moved out here. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much like the community that I run with here. Mm. Um, I really haven't like ventured out of them. Mm-hmm to, you know, link up with anybody here. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe so, I need to, maybe I need to get out <laughs> and, yeah. and go be part of the community. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, but I'm always in here working on, on something, whether it's a song or videos or... I just thought it was interesting. I just thought, I just wanted to ask because I've seen the, I've seen the you term know, a lot. It, it's Not, funny. Um... I think a lot of people are asleep on um, what's his name, Jeff Black, uh, Blackshirt. Oh, you talking about um, Jeff Black Black Tracks? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my homie right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people sleep on on, on what he's doing because uh, I remember before the pandemic, like my uh, first time actually going to like one of his uh, battles was when Smart Boy, well, he was like a, a feature producer because he mm -hmm. went prior to battle. But like, that that whole scene was like, it, it felt like home. Mm -hmm. It felt like, you know, what I was used to going through out of Dallas and, and here and also in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, Dynamic Producer was, was a great, org or is a great organization, you know. And yeah. it, it did feel like home when you were 
when you were there. I've been to a couple of them. Yeah. I've been to a bunch of I-Standard stuff. And, you know, those types yeah. of, of, you know, so when I was involved in those, in those situations, yeah, it, it, it felt like a community. You know, it felt like, yeah. it felt like we were engaged, I guess, at the moment. But maybe I've never been yeah. that type of person. I don't know. Maybe that's just kind of like how it's always been. Right. And yeah. I don't think I've always been the inclusive person. People are like, oh, yeah, let's let's call B. Vaughn to get him over here and, you know, come chill with us. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just how it's been. But I don't know. And then maybe, of course, during COVID, it's like I'm reluctant to go to anybody's any place. <laughs> for <real>. Like, for <laughs> real. I'm like, hey, y'all having yeah, that? I'm, like, oh, I'm not coming. Yeah, I know people consider me a homebody except for whenever I go to, like, stations. If it's mm-hmm. not a station or... or essential stuff i'm really not going out right <laughs> i'm not really i'm not really going out i got a lot of work i'm working but yeah yeah so so man so so let's kind of segue for a moment and talk about bounce gang yes talk sir. about bounce gang so how did you get involved with with bounce gang what do you do with bounce gang and for those who are watching who don't know what bounce gang is can you kind of describe what what the organization does um, so we initially started out 2017 as like a producer collective from, um, you know, um, doing the high standard beat battles. Um, it initially was started between myself, uh, a producer named Dramatic, uh, Risco Funk, um, Spino Boy, uh, a guy named Trey Cams and Good Bros. Um, yeah, we pretty much, you know, just started as a collective. Um, and then the following years, we ended up linking up with a SIS from iStandard. And we had started a um, distribution and a pub admin company. And yeah, we pretty much was, you know, on the uh, subject of trying to make sure that the creators got what they were just do as opposed to just like getting pennies from putting records and stuff out. Okay, so so Bounce Gang does pub admin. Yeah. You know, so so okay, so how is that different? So what do you guys do differently than uh, DistroKid or TuneCore or um, CD Baby? Some of those other types of, um, I guess you would call them pub admins too, right? So, um, you know, in some way, you, mainly you would call them like distributors. Um, I believe now a lot of them are starting to pick up like on the pub admin mm-hmm. side. But yeah, whenever we initially started, no, we were like on the brink of, you know, trying to do something different. And mm. yeah, we're cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Okay, so so Bounce Gang. No, I I, I know C D Baby and Tune Core and all those, they do they do distribution. They do they are getting their hands in um in pub admin pub admin too because now if you start looking at some of the stuff that they're doing they're moving into that pub admin space because they figure out oh not only can we distribute your music but we can help you with your publishing too we can help collect your money she's like well wait a minute i don't want you to do that i just want you to just put it in stores put it in all the online stores i want it in amazon and and itunes put it in deezer right and put it all those places but you know your, your bounce gang does admin and I mean I you know you help collect royalties off of all the things that that we do 
you know? And so, yeah. so it's not just for producers, right? It's for all music yeah, creators. For, yeah, all music creators. All music creators. You know, so for anybody out there, you, you need some, some uh, publishing administration. Bounce Gang is, is where it's at. Like he said, they're, they're cheaper too. So you get a chance. I know he's going to drop it a little bit later, but you can go to their website, uh, Bounce Gang. I know it's spelled differently. I just you can you can yeah, kind of tell the how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah, the only difference is it's, it's bounce and gang is spelled with a V instead of an A. See, there you go. And so you can go and check out what I love about Bounce Gang. What I love about what you guys do because I've been on several sessions with uh, the team on Clubhouse and whatever mm-hmm. kind of doing those um, sessions is that they show you everything, you know, oh, when yeah. it comes to, to your publishing. They show you everything, where, where, yeah. where they're collecting it from, how much, you know, everything. So you never have to worry about, am I getting paid what I'm supposed to be getting paid? Because Bounce Game yeah. is going to make sure that you get paid what you're supposed to get paid. So maybe I'm going to do a Bounce Game commercial and just, you know, if y'all let me, and just have it like, oh, <laughs> you know, so this, this, episode is sponsored by Bounce Gang. Bounce Gang is a pub admin. Hey, we got to talk about that. And I'm going to have to hit up Sizz and, uh, and, and, and yeah. Luke and uh, Hayden kind of and, and all y'all and talk about. Oh, yeah. Let me do a commercial. Yeah, like, get a commercial. Man, like, man. yeah. Hayden's the man. Like, yeah, I had yeah. Hayden on here too. And it's like, yo, I got to get Hayden back on here because that's something I want to do with specifically with Hayden when it comes to pub admin. So I need to reach out to him and talk to him about that. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, that, that reminded that me to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because it reminded me, I got to make sure that that we do that. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So you're a senior A&R at Bounce Gang? Yes, sir. Right. So what does that well, mean? Well, actually, now, now I'm more so of like uh, brand identity. Oh, okay. Uh, into the majority of graphics now. Okay, so 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 what does that mean? So what, what does that mean that you do for for the organization itself? Um, so anything that we have like graphic related, um, I either uh, do it myself or have one of our um, associates handle it for us. Okay, yeah, I be you know. No, whether it be anything from you know um, album covers to advertisements okay and i think you got okay not you're not stuck anymore now okay good okay so for advertisements album covers and things like that so so okay so let me ask so so album covers who who are you guys making the album covers for does bounce game um, have artists too um actually yes we do that's dope so you have your own art. I mean, I knew that. Let me let me start like I ain't know that, right? <laughs> but like, I, yeah, I know y'all guys got your own artists that you're pushing to uh, from from that perspective. Uh, like I said, Bounce King is doing is doing a lot. You know, like it, Bounce King is doing a, is doing a whole heck of a lot. And I applaud you guys for for what you guys are doing over there. And just right because it's it it reminds me like. Um, Mm, it's like an employee-owned company, right? Yeah. And so not only are you employees of the company, not only do you own the company, but you also use your own services, right? So it's yeah. kind of like I'm not only the, the president, 
I'm like I'm, I'm a client too of, of Bounce yeah. Gang, you know. So that's that's good too, and it's, it's just a test that you know, you're not afraid to use your own your own stuff. Right. Right, because you'll see some people like at fast food places they don't they won't even eat at the fast food restaurant that they <laughs> that they work at. Yeah. It's like, hey, wait a minute, you don't even eat your own food. But yeah, that's that's yeah, Bounce Gang is is where it's at. So man, so so now you're 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 at Bounce Gang, you're in charge of brand identity, but in, you're a music producer. But that's not all that you that's not all that you do, you know. So you're also a a sound designer, which man is a whole completely different side of the whole music game. Yeah. Right. So kind of talk about how did you get into sound design? Uh, kind of talk about you know just your philosophy behind that. If you want to tell me like some of the tools you use, that'd be great because I'm always looking for some new tools to create uh, sounds in. Yeah, that's. But yeah, so so yeah, kind of how'd I, you get how'd you get involved in that? Um, it initially just started out for me just wanting to create a different um a different sound, and um usually whenever you deal with certain VSCs, they all have like the same stock sounds that you know, everybody and their grandmother uses. Um, so, yeah, I just pretty much, like, tried to do uh, the... the um, I tried to take... Uh, um, shit. I tried to take, like, the sounds and stuff and just turn it into something completely different. Yeah, because most of these VSTs come with the same, same type of sounds. Yeah. You know, whether you're using Massive or... Uh, serum or you know I, know I know a lot of people use omnisphere i have omnis i have all i have a gazillion types of which is why I, i'm asking specifically because like i've used serum i've used massive i've used uh omnisphere nexus even this new thing they got up called um heat up i've used that um yeah you know and and like all these vsts have kind of the same types of sounds yeah and I know from a, a music producer standpoint, sometimes we get into, you know, that realm of, hey, I just want the sound to sound like exactly what I want it to sound so I can make the beat yeah. that I want it, that I want. And we don't spend too much time in sound design itself, right? Tweaking the sound yeah. to get it to, you know, sound differently than what's coming out of that, out of that VST. So, yeah. So talk, I mean, so, so you've created your own packs, you've released them through Machine yeah. Masters. You know, so talk about that process, you know, and where can people find um, how to purchase your, your sound packs? Uh, well, I, I still work with Machine Masters. I just haven't released anything in, in almost a year now. Um, but, um, yeah, mom, my whole process is just like I, I, I'll take, I'll make a drum pattern and I will uh, throw something like Shaper Box on it along with the LFO tool, just to give like the drums a different bounce and uh, just try to find like different pockets to, uh, for the drums to go into. And whenever it comes with to melodies, um, like I said before, I'll, I'll take like, you know, a basic melody and run it through like Shaper Box. Um, what is the back, the other one, um, Back Mask, just different mm -hmm. things, just to, you know, RC twenty make it sound completely different. Man, I, I've used RC twenty uh, as of lately. I haven't been using it. Yeah, 
I, I, RC20 is a, is a monster, like, yeah. but it can get overused. I've seen somebody overuse it way too much. Like, I'm going to put RC20 in every single sound, like, like that. Yeah, but, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. But, yeah, I mean, so you mentioned, you know, tools like ShaperBox. I think ShaperBox is a good tool to use. Um, they got this new one called, um, I think it's called Vibes. I bought it and yeah. downloaded it because I wanted to see what it does. But it gives you like a lo-fi type of mm-hmm. a vibe vibe right i guess that's why it's called that and yeah. it has all these different uh, parameters you're able to to adjust i'm not real big into sound design i just want my stuff yeah. to sound different at times and it's like well let me throw this rc20 or drum shaper i know i do like drum shaper though by xl oh, yeah. xln oh. audio same people who make rc20 yeah i like yes, that sir. and that makes your drum sound real oh yeah yeah Real good. Um, I would also say look into UVI. They have a lot of like effects that that's like ridiculous. Mm. You yeah, I've heard of UVI. I've heard of them. I think I had I think I had something from UVI previously. Mm-hmm. Just not sure. I gotta go yeah, back I, and look. I know they have a um, a, a free VST called. Uh, UVI workstation. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what I got. The free thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the free UVI workstation. Yeah, I love it too. I, I've purchased a couple of their own, their libraries. Um, mm. This, to me, is almost like getting a contact library because you're pretty much getting the same type of you know feeling as contact. Like mm. most of the contact libraries there. They have like the realistic sounds and all that. Mm. Yeah, see, I use a lot of contact libraries. I mean, when I bought, when I purchased my machine, I got the the complete eleven mm. bundle, or whatever. And I've just been a huge. I've I've been all in machine, right? I just dropped yeah. machine video. I dropped like three, four machine videos the past two weeks, and it's just because I love machine. I love what it. I yeah. love what it can do. Uh, but I'm actually switching over to. Ableton Live. I bought a push. He's like, yes. He's like, yes. <laughs> I bought a push too. Uh, so I'm about to drop this video called uh, Machine Producer Uses Tries Ableton Push Too. Um, there's yeah. some things that like. There's some things I like about the push. There's thing I don't like about the push. Oh, man. Um, thing I don't. I would say um, if FL wasn't around. I will be using um, Ableton more. Mm. Yeah, I have FL because I wanted to use it. I, I purchased it when it came out for Mac. As soon as it came out for Mac, I was like, "What? It's here? Oh, take my money. Oh, yeah. Give me, give me the." And they were running some some deal, and I was like, "Let me have that." And then they just ran some deal yeah. like last year or so, where you can get whatever package I was on. You can get the you can get everything the all inclusive bundle. You can get everything. I was like, "Yeah, let me get that for two hundred yeah. bucks." And I don't use it. That's the crazy. I don't use FL. Oh man. <sighs> I don't use FL at all. Like and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. The thing I don't like about FL, you probably already know what it is. Is the the actual sequencing. I don't like that. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't like that. That is gets on my nerves. I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't wanna use it. The install. Yeah, I, I I a lot of my friends they use like reason. That's been like one of their, their uh, 
pet peeves with FL. They're like, they don't like the sequencer. I don't. I don't like the sequencer in that thing. I don't like having to choose, uh, I forgot what it's called. You would know what it's called more than I would. When you got to, mm, I don't even know the name of it. Let's tell you how long I've, I've actually opened it and used it. Uh, I guess it's, I guess it's a sequence, but you sequence one, and then you got to put whatever pattern in that sequence two, put whatever pattern in that, and yeah, I don't yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't like that. But you know, it, it, what's crazy is, even though you know you do have that, there are multiple ways of doing it. Um, whenever I do my beats, I always use like the uh, um, piano roll, mm. just like creating the yo. That piano roll is dope, but that's why I that's why I'm switching that's why I switched over to Ableton. Oh yeah. Once I saw they had that piano roll, I was like, that's it. I know what I'm going yeah. for now. Yeah, that piano roll in Ableton. And now with so me with so me on Ableton was the uh what is it, the uh um audio to MIDI function. Yes. Oh man, the audio to MIDI function in Ableton is hands down the best. I've ever seen yeah. in in any dog, yeah. any dog. Not think, only does it, it's, yeah. Yeah, I think Logic has something similar to it, but yeah, um, it's, it, it really doesn't come close to Ableton. Yeah. Oh yeah, the tra uh, the channel rack. Well, the channel rack yeah. is not too. The channel rack is not so bad. Uh, Lone Star put the uh, the channel rack. It's not. It's not so much the channel rack itself. It's the um, Oh, what is it? Pat patterns. That's what it is. The patterns. Oh, yeah. When you got to do pattern one yeah. and pattern one is your drums, pattern two, pattern two is your, you know, whatever melody this is, pattern three is whatever. I'm like, oh gosh, just let me just do it all without having to put it in the pattern. Yeah. Let me just, yeah. But everything else about FL, I love. I love how you're able to yeah. tune your drum. Uh, uh, yeah. Everything else is, is dope. I just don't like that. Yeah. But there. So, so I started off on Ableton when I was when I first got into production. I started off on Ableton, Ableton four, something like that, something when it when it came out, and yeah, I left. I, twelve, right? Um, we yeah, we getting ready to go. We getting ready to go to twelve here soon. Um, once they get past this eleven thing, I'm I'm waiting to see about a year or so what they they come out with 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 this twelve thing. But right, yeah. so. So I started on Ableton long, long time ago, and I switched from Ableton to Reason, and I was on Reason for, for years, for years. Mm -hmm. And I, I never wanted to go to Reason because I was too scared of it. <laughs> I was too scared of the whole, you know, the the back of it and seeing all them wired. I was like, I'm not, I'm not using that. But then I eventually switched to yeah. using it. But now, but like I said, Ableton. Now I'm back on it. It has the best audio to MIDI feature. You can do uh, melody, yeah. harmony, and, and drums. I was like, oh God, yeah. you can, it, it's, it's, now they got the piano rolling. Oh, it's, Ableton, you, you did a great job, Ableton. You, you took the best yeah. of some yeah. of the stuff you and really put them all together. Yes. They're amazing. Now I just need them to work on this push two over here. They got to work on that push two. <laughs> But they gotta work in that push too, so I can use it as in in my sequencer versus the arrangement. Like I don't yeah. work in arrangement, I work in sequence, so you gotta get it to work in yeah. Oh yeah. So but yeah, man, man, Ableton, Ableton is, is is exactly where it is. And you know, and a lot of sound designers, from what I understand, use you know, 
like Ableton to create all of their, you know, most of their sound design type stuff, you know, but yeah, I mean, you can use whatever you want to use, I guess, whether it's FL or Ableton yeah, or Reason or. Yeah, because my flagship as far as like sound designing is FL, but um, like you say, I have used uh, Ableton from time to time to like create, you know, some drum patterns. When well, not drum mm. patterns, but like drums. So, so what's keeping you in FL that you can't do in in Ableton? Um, man, I've been using FL since since Fruity Loops three. Wow. Um. I'm, I'm comfortable with it and um yeah i'm just comfortable with it uh like i use ableton from time to time to like do certain things that i can't do in fl mm -hmm. but the outside of that fl is where i'm at with it yeah maybe you know maybe i need to get you in here and do like a one-on-one -on -one session to show me how to use this <laughs> how to use that pattern thing correctly because man yeah Cause like I say, there there's there's multiple ways that you can use it to uh, mm -hmm. to uh, sequence songs. Okay, yeah, and I think um, that's that's what I need to see. I need to see that. Regardless of how many tutorials I watch on YouTube, it just doesn't work out that way. So, yeah. so man, so so let so so let me take a step back for a moment. So we've been talking a lot about how you got started and music and FL and Ableton and all these different things. But one thing we didn't really talk about. Is how you got your name. Oh man, it, it's that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it ended up coming about because I initially was uh, creating the name as a, for a group because it was supposed mm. to be me and another guy that I was you know working with. Um, he decided he didn't want to do music production, so I just pretty much took the name and and just you know my whole thing about it was all right the reason why i'm calling myself midi monsters with with as in plural is because i do multiple genres um and not only do i do multiple genres i do everything you know differently in its own and yeah that's why i pretty much stuck with the name midi monsters okay so you started as a group and the guy was like, ah, I don't want to do that. Not doing that no more. So it just stuck, right? And so it's dope, mini monsters, yeah. but mini monsters because you work in MIDI, right? And so yeah. you create, not, yeah. So that's that's dope. And I ran into a couple of people that were like that. They were, uh, I interviewed a lady on the show before and uh, and her name was Ash, her name was, uh, or is Ashley. And, but she has three Y's, she has three Y's at the end of her name. And I was like, well, why do you yeah. have three? three Y's at the end of your name. And she's like, because I was in a group and all three of us were named Ashley. And <laughs> so since when the group disbanded, I wasn't going to drop the name. So I just kept the name and it has three Y's at the end of it. And so, I mean, I was like, oh, cool. I like that's still dope. It's unique. It's dope. So, yeah, but yeah, but no, but, but for you is, it really is a, a monster though, because the stuff that you produce, the things that you're putting out, the work that you've done, it's, it's yeah, it's been amazing. Appreciate that, brother. Yes, sir. Man, so let me ask you, so so for you, what have been some major challenges that you've experienced? And kind of how did you overcome some of those things? Or what did you learn from some of them? Um, 
mainly how can I uh, take what I do and and make it um, how can I take what I do and turn it into something that is listenable? Because, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I don't just sit and do like the, the ordinary, you know, drum patterns or melodies or whatnot. I always have to try to find a different way, a way to do everything differently. Um, but yeah, it, it's just been trying to figure out how to, um, you know, put myself into a position to where people will start liking what I was doing. Um, it's, it's been a battle, but as of the past, you know, a couple, few years, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of mm -hmm. people start gravitating towards it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a battle every day, right? It's, it's a battle, continuous yes. battle every single day. You know, so, so how do you go about that? How do you go about, and you know, staying focused and consistent and then having it pay off for you to to where you know now you're getting the recognition now you're getting the placements now you're getting these types of things because a lot of people get quickly discouraged it's like okay i put up a song mm -hmm. i did a beat nobody wants to buy it oh i suck as a producer okay i'm i'm gonna quit i don't want to do this no more yeah um first and foremost uh, i come from a family who we we don't like give up on nothing like mm. if i set out to do something yeah, I'm gonna continue to do it until I until I get it right, or until it just doesn't work for me. But mm -hmm. yeah, all in all, yeah, I, I've never been one to like uh, give up on something that I'm passionate about. Mm. Yeah, you know that's a good thing because I know a lot of people, especially in I don't want to say today's generation, right? Like I'm an old, super old person, but mm. you know, like back when I was growing up. Oh, if you went, if you did something, I mean, you better not try to get out of it. You gonna get beat. But dang, that sounds no, bad. Yeah. You gonna that sounds bad, but that's the truth. It's like, oh no, nah. you signed <laughs> yeah. up for it. You gonna see that thing through. You are not quitting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no. Nah. Oh, you want to quit? Oh no, nah, you better get back up. Yeah, yeah, no, this. Yeah. Get back to oh. yeah. Yeah, this is the way to grab my charger from the phone. Down. Oh no, that's uh. all good. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta grab that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, back in the back in my back in my time, back in the eighteen hundreds, no, back in my, like I'm a vampire. Yeah, back I, in I my, know better than that. <laughs> yeah, back in my time, but yeah, I mean, like literally, when we signed up for something, we had to stick with it through to the end. If we hated it, oh man, nah, no, nope. you're not right. getting out of you're not getting out of it. But today, it's like. You know, oh, I'm going to pick it up. I think Hobson said it best in one of his songs. He said, you know, you, you pick it up, you try it out, you, then you put it back down and then wonder why nothing works and why nobody's giving you the accolades that you think you deserve because you, you're you not really trying to do too much. You're like, oh, let me see if it works. Oh, it's not? Oh, okay, on to something else. Like, you don't have that stick, you don't have that, that stick with itness that you really need yeah. to make it within this industry. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crucially and, important. And all in all, you know, music is is is, is, is medicine too. So you know, uh, when I'm having a bad day, I just go straight to making a beat and <laughs> I move swiftly. 
Yeah, your mood, your mood kind of changes, right? But, you know, I find that for me, I can't make music when I'm like sad. I can't, my wife has forbidden me to make music when I'm like sad or depressed or down or whatever. I, she's like, you cannot make music when you feel like that. Because I will make the saddest song in history. <laughs> It'll have the sad, droopy, dreamy pianos in it. Oh, gosh. It'll be like 47 BPM. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, are you okay? What's wrong? Something you get you down? Like, why? I'm like, why? She said, because you're making this super sad song. Get up. Nope, let's go for a walk. Let's do something. Get some Dairy Queen. Let's do, no, you can't sit here and make this, and make, and make this song. No, 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 no. Nope. Man, so what advice would you have for anybody that's trying to be a, a be a music producer? Trying to get into this, into this realm. Um, I would say uh, stay grounded, don't give up, and keep good people around you. Mm. Mm. Okay, say that again. In case somebody missed it, they may not have heard that. Stay grounded, don't give up, and keep good people around you. That's right. Stay grounded, don't give up. It is so easy to give up. You know, uh, the homie Mark Bird, uh, talks about, he, he posted up once in a while, I deserve it, right? He always, like, once yeah. in a while you just see on his Instagram, I deserve it, don't quit. Smitty Boy, always has a, a thing, yeah. don't quit. It is so easy to quit. It's so easy to see plethora of producers out here. Now, I'm not the best producer in the world. There's other producers right. out here like Mini Monsters that would, yeah, don't let me get in the beat battle with Mitty Monsters, right? I'm telling you who's going to win, right? I'm just letting you know Mitty's going to walk away with the trophy. But, you know, which is why I kind of, which is why I do this, which is why I do interviews and videos and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> don't get it twisted, though. I, I will produce a, a track. But, but it's so easy to give up. Oh, nobody's buying this beat. Yeah. Nobody's looking this way. The hard work I'm putting in, nobody's checking for me. But don't give up because... This is a long game that I don't think people really understand how long it is. Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've said it before. I've, I've been doing this for like 20 plus years. Mm. And I'm just now starting to get like a bit of recognition. So, Man, you know, 20, right, right. 20 plus years. And there's been, there's people in the game today. You got to recognize it, it may take you 20 years. It may take you 10 years. It's not going to take you overnight. You know, what, right. what, what somebody may think is an overnight success is 10 years, at least 10 right. years in, yeah. in the making. It, it, it has to be. Even, even if they get on, they're still not going to really come into who they are as an artist until years down the road, if they make it, right. if they make it that long. If they make it that long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Justin Bieber first came out. Look at Justin Bieber now. Man. Right? <laughs> yeah. Total transition. Total transition. Now, Craig, he's been out there doing some stuff. But total transition. Yeah. Total difference in, in his, his music. But he's been in the game for a long time. And so with that comes comes that, that maturity, comes that, that change. There's some things he had to go through. Right? Some challenges yeah. he had to experience. But, yeah. I mean, I, I second what you said, Mitty. Don't, do not give up at all. 
So man, so many tell people where they can find you, where they can find your music, where they can find your sounds, so they can buy your sound packs. Um, well, my all my socials are Midi Monsters, um, and that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, um, and that's Sound Kits. Uh, you can get them from um, Machine Masters, or you can uh, go to uh, Midi Monsters dot com. And uh, it's right there. You said you released five packs. I'm looking to see what else yeah. comes out because I know you got some some more fire that people waiting for and some more melodies some more sauce but yes yes you know it, it's, it's crazy i started working on um my new pack and um it seemed like every sound that i ended up creating for it i ended up using for like something for a placement <laughs> so now i gotta go back to the car and make and, and all new sounds <laughs> gotta make all new sounds now yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Brother, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. I know we've been trying to link up and get you on here oh, before. Yeah, so I am yes, super sir. appreciative of you being here and taking the time to to check us out and to be a part of the show and to, you know, to come in here and talk about mini monsters. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me, man. Yes, sir. Man, is there any last thing that you would like to say to those who are watching? Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. There's more coming. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. There's more coming. But man, Mitty, hang on for just a second while I close this out, and yes, I'll be sir. right, right back with you, brother. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, man, my guy, Mitty Monsters. I'm telling you, this guy is 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 not only is he an amazing person, right? And because we've chatted you know, offline, whether it's through social media, et cetera. Amazing person, amazing producer. Make sure you check him out. Make sure you support him. Go to midimonsters.com, buy his uh, packs as well. His packs are bananas. Maybe I should do a review. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go get them. I'm gonna go buy them and I'm gonna do a review on his, on his sound packs. That's right. And so be in tune, watch, I'm a, about two weeks from now, you're gonna see a review <laughs> on one of the sound packs. I kid you not, it's gonna happen. So make sure you support him. Uh, make sure you check out Bounce Gang as well and look at what they're doing from a uh, publish, publishing administration perspective. Maybe you need some pub admin as well, and Bounce Gang is there to, to help you. But once again, ladies and gentlemen, I greatly appreciate you tuning in. It's always a pleasure. You can catch us every Monday and every Thursday at 7 p.m. for all of our live interview segments. You can catch us every 2 p.m. Uh, pretty much throughout the week when we drop videos usually i drop them on monday wednesday thursday this just, just got a bunch of stuff in the works that's happening out there with we create music tv but enough rambling thank you very much for tuning in make sure to subscribe to the channel make sure to hit that like like button right so it helps us to rank higher on youtube make sure you hit the notification bell to be notified when we drop new content and as i always say love you all appreciate you tuning in peace